This episode of That Guy Game Reviews is dedicated to the memory of Chadwick Boseman. Whether you knew him as Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall, home run hitter Jackie Robinson, the godfather Soul James Brown, or King T'Challa, the Black Panther, a brave and courageous man lost a sad fight with colon cancer. Most of us didn't even know he was sick because he said, hey, I don't want to be known for that particular part of my legacy. I want to get out there and make a difference. So in that regard, I challenge you, my listeners, go out there, be that difference. Go through and show the world, hey, this is my gift. This is my song to you. So Mr. Bozeman, I regret that you and I never got a chance to meet one another, but I wish you peace and life for the journey. I wish your family all the best. And with that, much love to y'all. That Guy Game Reviews, where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. Today we talk about the console online services and how they bring both their advantages and disadvantages to the table. First off though, before we get started, how are y'all doing? Y'all staying safe? Anyone in the path of those hurricanes? Any new games in the backlog? Let me know. ThatGuyGameReviews at gmail.com. Also, I'd like to take a moment to plug the crossover episode I recently recorded with Duke Savage and Ronin Hunter of NerdNow, aka Nerds Doing Good. When you go see their page, give them a listen. I guarantee you'll have a few good laughs, plus they're a hell of a lot better looking than I am. So some news on the That Guy Game Reviews front. This year I'll be doing Extra Life on Saturday, November 7th, 2020. For the unaware, Extra Life is a charity involving gaming for good causes. In this case, I'll be playing for the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals of El Paso, aiding in their fight against COVID-19. I'm hoping to stream either a day in the dark zone or running legendaries with the ship crew. Stay tuned to That Guy Game Reviews for more. So now to the main task at hand. We all know that online play isn't going away anytime soon. A huge contention point has been the free versus cost variety. Sure, PC wins out because of the no cost nature up front, but you get what you pay for. No freebie games or bonuses, plus if you get some little weasel running something they're not supposed to in the background. Let's just say I've spent more than my fair share of time fixing viruses and vegetating. So who offers online pay to play? You have three contenders to choose from. The old man of the group, Xbox Live, the snarky teenager, PlayStation Plus, and the young pup, Nintendo Switch Online. Each has pricing options for monthly, quarterly, or yearly. That being said, let's hit a little tail of the tape. We'll start with the oldest of the three, Xbox Live, a product of Microsoft. This began as a platform for folks to get their frag fix in Halo, but would begin to build more and more, adding in digital downloads, freemium games where you download and you have the license as long as your subscription is active, and expand on the multiplayer platform. Now this is not to say the system is not without its faults. For example, the price points. Xbox Live has several tiers to work with, including Gold, Ultimate with Game Pass, and of course just regular Xbox Live. This can get pricey and confusing, as the Game Pass not only adds a significant layer of expense, but it kind of has you scratching your head saying, okay, what's the difference between these? So let's break down the prices here. If you go with Xbox Live Gold, you're looking at one month for $9.99 versus the Ultimate with Game Pass for $14.99 per month. 
month. Now, if you go to the three months on the regular gold subscription, you're looking at $24.99 versus about $45 for the three month. Now, herein is where gold wins because it has the year. I have yet to see a Xbox Live Ultimate with Game Pass one year card. Granted, I'm sure it's going to cost an arm, a leg, and quite possibly other body parts that I don't want to mention in this recording, but if somebody can prove me wrong on this, please let me know. I'm always open to that feedback. ThatGuyGameReviews at gmail.com Now we go to the middleman of the trio, PlayStation Plus. Originally debuted with the PS3, the system allows for online gameplay as well as also a versatile marketplace, and if you manage to keep your subscription up to date, you'll see different games released every month for free. You'll actually go ahead and get access to these titles as long as you have your subscription. Now the titles do rotate out month to month though. For instance, at the time of this recording, the most recent titles to come into play are PUBG, or for the unaware of it, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which re-sparked the whole craze of the Battle Royale, kind of gets away from things like Fortnite, Call of Duty Warzone. This is, well, I don't want to say the granddaddy of it, but maybe like the daddy, but I digress. Now, also, there's the Street Fighter V that's been offered. Me, personally, I was kind of underwhelmed with Street Fighter V simply off the fact that they wanted you to grind for ridiculous amounts of points but am I here to review games or am I here to talk about the online services so the nice thing about the PlayStation Plus is that it's not scrambled into so many tiers a la Xbox Live plus they still offer the different price points if you go month to month three month or even the one year uh, for instance the one year on the PlayStation Plus is $59.96 although I am gonna say something on here and this is not in any way showing sponsorship, although if they don't mind sponsoring me, I would be thrilled to have them, hint, hint, CD keys, um, you can actually get a lot of really good deals. So, uh, for instance, on ours, we paid, I believe, 35 it was, I'll have to double check that uh, in the recording, and I will put this in the show notes as a result, but if you're looking at a 12 month, you're paying roughly about the same, maybe a few cents cheaper. Uh, if you go to the three month, you're looking at $24.99 and the one month, $9.99. All in all, a pretty solid investment, plus you can pick up those cards realistically about anywhere. So if you're kind of a paranoid get like me and don't like leaving your debit card or your credit card attached to the system because you have younger family members who might potentially compromise it, it's a good way to go. Now we go to the young pup of the online play, Nintendo Switch Online. Nintendo has been a little bit late on the bandwagon with this one, focusing more towards their intermediate online play, or just a very basic run of games that support the online play style. Now here's where Nintendo actually goes through and really earns its bread and butter. For those of you who might be of a certain vintage such as myself, um, you have access to both the NES and the SNES Online. which contains several classic games such as Super Mario Brothers, Punch-Out featuring Mr. Dream, uh, Kid Icarus, Metroid, that's on the NES side of things. 
games. And then on the Super NES, you have classics such as Donkey Kong Country, Super Metroid, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, and even some obscure Japanese imports such as Panel de Pan. Those of you who might be a little bit more on the North American side of things may know that one as Tetris Attack. So let's look at the pricing on here. Now, one thing I am going to go ahead and tip my hat to Nintendo for is that they have an option for those who are saying, hey, you know what, I've got several Switch consoles, but I don't want to be paying an arm and a leg to be able to use them all online. So let's go ahead and let's break it down. If you're looking to go month to month, you're looking at about $3.99. Not bad, about the price of a hamburger, fries, and a Coke. Now, if you go ahead and go to a three-month plan, you're looking at an increase of about $4. So roughly about double the price, get yourself a meal and supersize it. And then if you go to the one-year plan, you're looking at $19.99. So you could potentially get, uh, for the cost of a family pack, you could get 12 months of that Switch Online uninterrupted. Now, here's where Nintendo actually went ahead and did things right. They went ahead and gave us the ability to have up to eight accounts running off the same subscription. You pay a little bit more up front in the form of $34.99, but there's no having to fight over the console saying, hey, it's my turn to use the system with the online. No, it's my turn. And next thing you know, you have kids going through and throwing hands over these things. All in all, Nintendo is really trying to appeal to a lot of their older market, but also still keep that family-friendly image. Whether or not we see additional additions, um, that remains to be seen. I'm hoping that we see some more classic titles. I'm hoping we may even see some stuff for the 64. That being said, I would love to see them get GoldenEye back, You know, especially right now that Nintendo and Microsoft are playing nice. But again, that remains to be seen. takeaways from each of the online systems. You're going to be playing to different age groups, different demographics. Um, I will tell you, based on my experience of working at the Walmart Electronics Department for about five years, this is more or less how it goes down. Nintendo pretty much stays as the kind of family-friendly universal console. Um, PlayStation is more geared towards the teenage audience, maybe young adults, um, and then Xbox actually is geared more towards your older adults, the ones who are seeing a lot more connection between the computer and then also with the gaming side of things. The best way I can describe it, just look at each of their mascots. Nintendo has Mario. You would be hard pressed to see Mario in anything like a Mortal Kombat game where he'd get his head torn off. So I rest my case. Then Sony, uh, they don't really have as much of a notable mascot. At the time, they had Crash Bandicoot, but now we're seeing Crash all over the other systems as well. We're seeing them on Xbox, we're seeing them on Switch. So you could say that, yes, um, Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series is their mascot now, but at the same time, you're still kind of walking a fine line there. Now over to Xbox, do I really have to say it? Is it that obvious? Master Chief from Halo. So. If I had to go through and award my best and worst, so best for the price point, I'm going to say Nintendo Switch, hands down. I mean, you are looking at one year of play to where not only you can do the online, but you also have access to the older titles for 20 bucks. Not bad. Definitely a good thing if you're a cheap ass like I am. Now, looking at stability, I've played on all three systems. 
I'm going to have to tip my hat to the most part for Sony just because I've had more experience with them. I've had a lot less drops. And on top of that, I've seen, in my opinion at least, a greater library of games. And I say that in my opinion just because I have had people skewer me alive for that. Now, on the worst end of things, Xbox kind of takes the talker when it comes to the price point just because you're having to pick through so many options as well as also potentially increases the price. I mean, granted, yes, the baseline system, you're looking at a few cents difference, but at the same time, you have to decide between gold and regular, and even for a little while, Xbox had a paywall for such basic things as Netflix. So if I want to watch Netflix on my Xbox, I don't necessarily want to have to have not only an Xbox Live Gold subscription, but also be paying that. To me, that's kind of unfair. I will go through, I will say one thing. I did happen to see that there were actually some uh, achievement trophies for Netflix, such as finishing an episode, and I believe also finishing a season. I have not had a chance to play around with those personally, but if they did do that, that's a nice touch. Something I did want to bring up during the course of this episode, and this kind of addresses the whole cheating, uh, folks using glitches, using exploits, basically cheapening the game for those of us who are actually playing it straight. Um, I speak to those who, for example, the most recent thing we're seeing is the Rockstar money glitch in Grand Theft Auto V Online. Uh, there are folks who they got busted knew they were going through and doing wrong and instead of going through and saying hey let me back off on this you know they start going through and saying well i'm gonna go through and uninstall grand theft auto and i'm never gonna play again here's where y'all are missing the plot number one rockstar could give a red rat's ass they're gonna go through and say hey we got our pound of flesh buy con dios go with god and the blessing of the saints um, number two you try to act like you're the only person who's doing it. Everybody does it. You know, it's kind of like that old adage about opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. They all stink. So I will tell you, if you're going through shouting from the rooftops that it's not fair that you got reset or you got banned, you shouldn't have gotten caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Likewise, um, as a lot of y'all know, I'm a huge player of Tom Clancy's The Division and The Division 2. By the way, if the members of the We Shift Clan are listening to this, what's up? One thing I did happen to notice was that there was a particular glitch going around with uh, not only a Dark Zone build, but also what's called DPS, or damage per second. Some folks were actually manipulating the amount of damage per second they were doing, or basically giving themselves unlimited ammo for uh, the specializations, and just tearing ass through the raid like it was nothing, or going through just beating the ever-loving snot out of people in the dark zone. I'll admit, because of folks going through and doing things like that, I've kind of cut back on my dark zone play just simply off the fact that I don't need the aggravation. My doctor already told me, you know, dude, you need to get your blood pressure in check. But I digress. Those people who are actually going through and saying things like, hey, you know, this isn't right, this isn't fair. Well, here's the thing. You say it's not right or it's not fair, but in that same breath, you're also going through and saying, well, it's not right or fair if everybody else does it, but if I do it, hey, no blood, no foul. 
we get it. Yes, there are going to be folks out there who are going to cheat, who are going to play dirty, who are going to try and bend the rules to where it suits them. Let me explain something to you. Sooner or later, everybody gets caught. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. And in turn, it's going to say how bad are they wanting to go through and continue running. Because sure, you can issue strikes, you can go through and say, hey, you're banned from playing for a week, two weeks, a month, a year. Or they can just go through and say, hey, my name's Paul, that's between y'all, good luck. And just completely ban you from the system, which realistically, you're shooting yourself in the foot if you do that, especially if you go through and do a lot of digital downloads. I will tell you that's why I'm not so big on digital myself as more much as I am with physical. Just because for one, if somebody wants to borrow the game, hey, perfect, they can borrow it. Two, on top of that, if I just get tired of playing it or if it's something I don't play, I can take it down to my local game store, trade it in, and see what I can pick up for it. <sighs> but then again, like I always say, I'm just going through rambling at this point, so let's go ahead, let's cut in and take our final wrap up. So that was the online console services episode of That Guy Game Reviews. As always, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, hear your concerns. ThatGuyGameReviews at gmail.com, Facebook.com slash ThatGuyGameReviews, and Anchor.fm slash messages slash ThatGuyGameReviews. Also, I want to go and take a moment just to go ahead and send a huge thank you to the folks out of Anchor for allowing me to use their systems to get this podcast out to you. It's a free system, a lot of fun, easy to use, and hey best part of all you don't need all kinds of crazy convoluted equipment if you got it hey flaunt it run with it but if you don't if you're just running a basic little setup like me no blood no foul also i want to go ahead and take another moment again just to give a huge hat tip to duke and ronan from nerd now you know i had a ton of fun when we recorded that episode i'm looking forward to having you boys on the show so by all means, let's come up with some ideas. Let's make this one for the ages. So final thoughts on this right here. Hope y'all stay safe. You know, Hope y'all are obeying the social distancing. If you, heaven forbid, happen to get tested positive for corona, please, please, please take all the necessary medical precautions. You know, Go through social distance, quarantine, because I will tell you I'd rather have everybody follow those protocols and keep my listeners versus going through and potentially having to attend a funeral for my listeners. Trust me, you know, without y'all, this podcast is not. So, as always, I'm Sean, better known as that guy. Y'all be safe, be good to one another, and I'll see you next time.